Shoo, 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 shoo. Look out. Earth. Fire. Water. Everything changed when the dirt borders attacked. <laughs> And welcome to We're Podding This Together. It's the podcast where we guide you through your favorite or not-so-favorite Disney Channel original movies. Thanks for listening. I'm Josh. I'm Sammy. I'm Brandon. Grab your young uncles and your mountain boards, because today we're diving face-first into the dirt on this movie. We're watching Johnny Kapahala back on board. Johnny Kapahala is back in Hawaii hoping to catch some surf and also attend the wedding of his grandfather, the legendary surfing hero. All he really wants to do is get on the mountain boarding team, but life quickly gets complicated for Johnny as he meets his 12-year-old uncle, his step-grandmother's <laughs> son, and gets involved in a turf war between rival boarding shops. Oh, geez. That's a mouthful. So this is Johnny Tsunami 2. If you were confused, because it has a different name. If the actors didn't clear it up for you, then... then well, the actors didn't clear it up for me because they all had short hair in this movie. They oh, literally wow. made it part of the plot that they all got haircuts. So yeah. what happened in the first one? Like, in the first one, Johnny moved away. He wanted to be with Grandpa, but Grandpa was like a hobo. They moved to Vermont, I think, in the first one. Oh, yeah. And there's no surfing. And so he fell into the snowboarding crew. Did he apologize for falling into them? Uh-huh. Ooh. So Johnny Tsunami is like one of the most <laughs> renowned Disney Channel original movies. I think it's everyone's yes, it favorite is. decom. It's a lot of people's no. favorite decom. I don't think we liked it. We didn't really like it. But it, I mean, it was entertaining, but it, it wasn't like our standout movie. No. So this movie starts with Johnny Kapahala. That was a weird plot point of the first one, right? Johnny Tsunami is actually the grandpa. It's not Johnny yeah. Kapahala. Anyway, Johnny is in Vermont and he is moving back to... Were they visiting Hawaii or moving back to Hawaii? I think they're just visiting because grandpa was having... A wonderful wedding. Yes, to a woman about half his age. She would have to be, yes. She was the age of Johnny Tsunami's kids. When yes. you find love, you find love, though. Yeah, that's fine. At the very beginning of the movie when they're... Hold on. I just realized they were driving back to Hawaii. <laughs> or had they had they landed from the plane? <laughs> they really left out like all the the big details there. I just remembered they were in a car driving back to Hawaii. I'm gonna assume that they had landed. Their plane had landed, and they were driving back to visit Grandpa. Yeah, that's usually how it works. I'm sure they thought we might be able to fill in those gaps. <laughs> how did they get to Hawaii? <laughs> Sure, <laughs> that car from Vermont? No. <laughs> okay, so they're in the car, and the dad is kind of whining about how he's got a new brother. And of course, the cut shot is to the baby brother, who's 12. Oh, yeah. He's a bit of a spoiled brat. But that's the only time we hear the dad talking about like how he is coping with the fact that he's got a 12 year old brother now. Yeah, this whole this whole plot seems like a non-issue to anybody. It's yeah. so bizarre to us because Johnny is now the nephew to a 12-year-old, but Johnny's like, well, not like 18 now. Sure. Yeah. And so for us, it's super weird to watch, but they don't really make it that big of an issue for the rest of the family. I feel like this would have been a much better movie if it were about the dad coping with this huge life change. Instead, they're like completely on board and they think it's weird that Johnny doesn't understand that his uncle is younger than him. Like, you'll just have to get over it. You'll have to hang out with him. It feels so bizarre. I felt like I was drunk watching this movie. I I will say like I started this movie three or four times and I like really struggled to remember where I was and where to keep going. I'm going to pretend like I loved it. 
Okay, let's do that. Okay, I'm going to pretend like I loved it. Does anybody else want to pretend like they loved it? Oh my no. God, this movie changed my life. <laughs> Literally. I thought I was the only one with a young uncle. Do you have a young uncle? A uncle? I don't. Oh, well, why, no. are you, why are you such a liar? <laughs> I wanted to love this movie, okay? Oh, okay. I thought it was kind of funny. So take it or leave it. <laughs> oh my God, great review. <laughs> take my word for it it was okay (laughs) (laughs) okay so what even happens so this whole family dynamic is set up and it's really strange sam is here and i really confused because why isn't he from vermont no he well i guess there was a line in there that he had moved to iceland or something like that um but i guess he was visiting hawaii just to hang out with johnny Oh, but he's the kid from Vermont, right? From he's the, the kid movie? from Vermont. Yes, it's a different actor, and it yeah. is very sad the reason that they had to change actors. I'm pretty sure we talked about this on the last Johnny Tsunami. We did. Yeah, The so the actor who played Sam, also played Jet Jackson, uh, tragically killed himself. Oof. I don't understand why they brought Sam back at all. Yeah. Like, I would not have recast him. I would have just not brought that character back a hawaiian friend why did it have to be someone else johnny never wanted to leave hawaii when he had to move to vermont why couldn't they have brought back one of his old hawaii friends it's strange on a lot of levels that they would try to make sam a part of the script in real life reasons and in movie terms so look out a gang of dirt off-roading skateboarders appears. What? <laughs> oh. oh, no. Oh, no. Look out. Sammy, look out. Ah, Tell us what's right. happening. There's some skateboarders. They've got weird wheels, and they jump out in front of the car, and the whole family is like, what was that? <laughs> and they all kind of... Right off into the woods, like you would on a skateboard. Yep. Yeah. Back a to wild you, Brandon. Borders. Wow, Sammy, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sorry you had to watch that happen. <laughs> oh, there. Okay, Johnny <laughs> makes a few like suggestive comments where there will be girls walking by, and he's like, "Oh yeah," or they grab a bikini later on, and they're like, "Oh, summertime," and it just felt really weird and unnecessary. I think they were trying to be like, Johnny's all grown up, but it doesn't help that they gave him a 12-year-old uncle. Yeah. I was like, why is this in here? I don't yeah, know. none of it. I think I think they were trying to be like, Johnny's, Johnny's all grown up. Let's, you know, wink and nod at that. But it was not well done and just felt out of place, especially for a DCOM that doesn't often make sexual jokes. How old is he in this movie as an actor? Here, I'll, I'll punch the numbers. Was born in 1985. 22 at the time. He did a good job growing up. Yeah. <laughs> Does that make you feel better? Yeah. Yeah. What's Josh holding? Oh, it's a pillow. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. I thought it was a baby. Okay. <laughs> so the formula for this movie, instead of Johnny Kapahala becoming a snowboarder, Johnny Kapahala becomes a dirtboarder. <gasps> Bruh. 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 Don't call me bruh, bruh. 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 That good bruh. Yeah. Yeah. Because his baby uncle is friends with all of these dirt skaters. I don't know what's going on there. He like, they're not around his age. He just goes over there and annoys them at this dirt border shop. Yeah. They're really mean to him, but he like wants to be a cool old kid. And so he's like, hey, can I be cool and old too? And they're like, not unless you ride down the toilet bowl, which I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It didn't look that bad. Why are they letting him hang around so much if he contributes pretty much nothing? That's a good question. Like they kept leading him on like, yeah, if you if you do this, if you hang out with us, if you like uh, like that, he couldn't do anything for them. They could have just been like, no, stop hanging out here. Yeah, but I think this is a thing that happens with a lot of kids in high school. With younger kids, they like to feel cool. So they like to have this little following of younger kids. And it makes them feel cool and makes them feel good. 
So they let him tag along and then just harass him because they also like to be mean to people. I don't know how anybody actually joins the the dirt devils. You have to impress the guy with the big cojones. Yeah. And you get a shirt. <laughs> but like if everybody's mean to all the kids who are interested, then how the fuck do you get in on this gang? You gotta ride the toilet bowl. <laughs> I'm sorry, but what is dirt boarding? And off-road skateboarding is is this a thing that is done? Was this a trend? I've never what? heard this. You know what? This is an interesting podcast tidbit. Sammy, do 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 do. Is that a thing? Mountain boarding, also known as dirt boarding, off-road boarding, and all-terrain boarding (parentheses ATB) is a well-established, if little-known, action sport derived from snowboarding. Oh, somebody was probably like, sports like snowboarding. (laughs) (laughs) Without snow. (laughs) It was like surfing. Okay, so how do we we make a kid surf without water? Snowboarding. Now he's like, how do we make him snowboard without snow? (laughs) Dirtboarding. Next, it's going to be airboarding, because, like, or fireboarding. Oh, my God. Can we have Johnny Capahala meets Avatar? Please. I'm here for it. I stand that. (laughs) He is mastering all of the the elements. Water, and then, no, snow's just water. Water. No, snow's like air water. Water, air, dirt. And there's a volcano. Fire. Yeah. Volcano writing. Magma. Good. Write it. Third movie. Cool, 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 cool. So the kids get busted for trespassing at the toilet bowl. And yeah. Johnny Tsunami, nope, 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 nope. Johnny Kapahala is like, I'll take the blame for it because I wanted to see it. Yes, he's trying to be the cool nephew. <laughs> <laughs> like, did everyone get in trouble or was it just them? Because it, it seemed like it was them. just them. Yeah, they were the only ones in the cop car, but there were other kids there. Everyone else fled. Oh, okay, so they oh, they were yeah. just too slow to run away. And the police officer drops him off at the grandfather's shop, and we learn that the shop is failing. But we also learn that Grandpa's new wife is really good at stores, and so Grandpa gets a sweet new makeover. He does, and it's like going well. I and I thought this part was really exciting. You love a makeover, though. I love a Hawaiian shop makeover. Coming to you, spring 2019. (laughs) Okay, what? Are you going to move to Hawaii? Yes, and I'm going to make over shops. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Guys, there is exactly one movie devoted to dirt boarding. Johnny Kapahala? Back on board. It's the 70th Disney Channel original movie. This is an exclusive movie, you lucky listeners. For all you. What are the governing bodies of mountain boarding? The IMA, the International Mountain Board Association, aims to help worldwide mountain board scenes promote their events. Worldwide? How are you worldwide? Like, what if you live in Idaho? (laughs) You don't have mountains. Well, then you can't mountain board. Oh. Sorry, Idaho. Then all you can do. Is snowboard. Does Idaho have snow? I don't think they have hills. Okay, well then all you can do is surf. They don't have like, they don't <laughs> Alright, so what ride. we've gotta do is send Johnny Capahala to Idaho and, and see what he comes right. up with. Sledding. You can sled. I guess he could skateboard. Oh my god, what if Johnny Capahala goes to Idaho and he picks up roller skating and like he runs into Brink? <gasps> Make it happen. I ship it. I thought for a second i mean not to spoil anything but i thought for a second at the end when they were doing the race for the mountain when when the mean guy troy falls and doesn't make the finish line i thought he was gonna pull a brink and go back and help him yeah Mm, that happens a lot in these movies (laughs) it happened in buffalo dreams oh my god why did you bring up buffalo dreams oh gosh i forgot about that movie it is very it's kind of similar to this in a lot of ways yeah, I haven't stopped thinking about Buffalo Dreams. <laughs> What's the song they sing? Lean on me. Yep. When, when you're not strong, I'll be I'll your be friend. I'll help you carry on. 
and there's now a buffalo in my room. It's a <laughs> really freaky. <laughs> that would have been really good in that episode, but okay, moving on. <laughs> Chris, the little baby uncle, what happens? He gets into the van with this gang. He does. He's sneaking it off because he's not happy with his mom marrying this old Hawaiian dude. Oh, and he's grounded. So he sneaks off into a van, a white van with strangers to take him away. That's exactly what happens. Yeah, it is. But they go skateboarding, so he doesn't... It's fine. Yeah, so Johnny and Sam were supposed to watch the shop when Chris runs away. So they they were like, oh, shit, we should go follow the van that he just got into. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, a good, he's a good nephew. He is a good nephew. But then he's not a good nephew because he shows up to the skate park and he like steals the show and it's not very fair to Chris because yeah. Kristen, I mean, Chris feels like super duper left out. And then he just, yeah. he runs away cause he's sad. And that was the only thing he had was the mountain boarding. Well, this is a, a skateboarding park, Josh. That's all he had was skateboarding. Yeah. Does this ever happen to you guys where you are trying to skateboard and then you have to leave? <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's the issue here is none of this was relatable. Hashtag no, none of it. I was like, oh, no, I've never been a a younger nephew to, or whatever the situation is. No, I've never been on a mountain boarding group. No, I've never been to Hawaii. I don't know. I think it could be. I don't know that I have any specific examples, but it could be relatable when you like, there's the one thing you're fairly good at i mean you're still learning but you're kind of good at it and then this other kid shows up and they've literally never tried it before and they're suddenly good at it yeah yeah um, i can see the appeal to young people because this is kind of a radical cool extreme sports show kind of like it kind of reminds me of rocket power just a little weird what bothers me with most of the sport things is they did it in this one too someone will fall off of they're bored or whatever they're doing and everyone laughs and everyone's yeah. like, <laughs> you fell down. It's like, no crap. That's what happens when you're mountain boarding, especially off terrain, mountain boarding, yeah. whatever it is, you're going to fall yeah. a lot. Every single one of you assholes that's laughing fell off at some point. Yeah. So that didn't make sense. But then all. also the exact opposite of that happens too. Like sometimes they'll take the smallest fall and everybody's like, <gasps> I think he's dead. Yes. It's like, dude, he fell off his his little board on a, a patch of dirt. He's fine. Or an entire hay bale. Oh, yeah, at the very end. <laughs> like, the whole audience just goes, <gasps> Oh, my God. Like, he fell into a hay bale. He's fine. Like they're, that's why they're there. Yeah. It's such a good movie. I can't even stand it. You guys, there is a love interest, but it's not a love interest. It's just like there to give that allure of a teen drama, but this is not a teen drama. There's a girl on the skate team. Yeah, and she and Johnny flirt hard. <gasps> and she even does the whole thing where she grabs his hand and writes her phone number down. And then shoves it down her pants. Yes. His hand? Yes. He does that thing. <laughs> it was like a classic old school thing to do is you write your number on someone's hand. Or you write like, call me. Or you write like... And then hey. you shove it down your pants? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what Josh did when he wrote his number on somebody's hand. <laughs> so do you shove their hand down your pants? Yes. Or... So you're like, you're writing their phone number <laughs> oh, down. God. And then as you're doing it, you just kind of like, there's my number, and now it's in my pants. Your pants. Oh, God. Or you shove their hand down their pants. I like that a little bit better, but I still don't like this. <laughs> Josh is Or out. you shove their hand down their pants. That's what That's, I'm saying. Yeah. Or just their pocket. Let's just do that. Like, don't get it wet. Okay. So she gives Johnny her phone number. 555. Yes. Which is how we know it's a fake. You know how... I know this movie's fake is because no one can actually ever keep a Sharpie on themselves for more than like 10 minutes before it's and lost. she just pulled it out. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, where the hell did you get that Sharpie? Also that time they drove to Hawaii. <laughs> 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 this movie kind of moves a lot faster when you see it typed out, but it felt like four hours when I was watching it. 
I it also was. probably like stopped taking notes at some point and then was like, oh yeah, I should probably be taking notes. Well, I tried. I was trying to keep mental notes of like, oh, what's happening? What's the big plots? But it was like he ran away. He came back. He ran away. Yeah, mm-hmm. that kid just keeps running away. Yeah, this time when he runs away, Sam and Johnny. No, that's not what happens at all. Let's just read the point. Sam and Johnny. <laughs> They want to be Chris's friends so bad. They blackmail him into hanging out with them. They like make a silly video of him. It's so funny. And they're like, we're going to show this to all the cool kids if you don't go dirtboarding with us. And so Chris is like, oh, fine, I will. Um, That's not a cool friend thing to do. No. I Yeah, I, I thought it was like, oh, a fun little hazing ritual thing. But then they blackmail him and... Yeah, at first I thought it was so they they sneak into his room and they're video recording this. They sneak into his room and sneak some headphones on him and then play heavy metal music really loud to wake him up. And then they like grab him and run out. And I what I thought they were gonna do is like do that classic like sorority hazing where they nap you and take you to breakfast or whatever. Yeah. Oh that's they just nice. Grab him and set him down outside the house and then say we're going to show all of your friends this video if you don't come hang out with us and i was like that's far but also he's 12 he should have to hang out with you because his parents say so yeah Yeah. when i was 12 i hung out with whoever my parents told me to hang out with because i was 12 and i didn't have a say in it i wasn't jumping in vans or buses to like go wherever i want when i was 12 just saying the parents are the problem here. Oh yeah. Well, it's too a busy weird, with their it's a messed up family. I mean, let's be fair. The grandpa is too old to care about having a kid. I would think at some point Chris would be like, "I don't want a dad who's like 80 yeah. marrying my mom." Oh, oh the grandpa's like kind <laughs> of nowhere to be found during this movie, and I don't know what they were trying to do with it like Johnny sees him off with a banker and he sees him get a haircut and he sees him hanging with a white dude and he's like, who has my grandpa become? I was like, is this going somewhere or? No, it didn't. I mean, yeah, I kind of, when we first saw the, the new, the new lady friend and how fucking young she is, I thought this was going to be like a parent trap plot where like the, the new lady is just after grandpa's gold or whatever oh that would have been a good his gold what is this luck of the irish (laughs) (laughs) yes i thought she was gonna be like evil and like not in it for the right reasons and then it just turns out to just not be a plot point at all that well the, the plot point there was that it just turned out that his grandpa was becoming a better person so that's yeah. good. Like he's getting haircuts and suits and ties and running businesses and yeah, doing good. So good for him. Good for her. I think uh, when they kidnap Chris, they end up going on that little date with Val. At her. Yeah. So they. What happens here? Yeah. So they they Val takes them to like some yard. <laughs> lawn whatever where they can go so apparently there's no good places to dirt board around that's why they ended up going to that one place that was trespassing and they got arrested or they didn't get arrested yeah except for the one really fucking good place at the end that val owns and has just never brought her friends there ever well i think her dad had just recently purchased it i think he was just like yeah, I bought this place for you guys to go uh, dirtboarding, you know, just uh, go dirtboarding. Yeah, but that's at the end, and that made me mad. Cause, but yeah. anyway, so they go to somebody's, like, backyard hill, and they start grinding these, like, trees with their dirtboards. And we get to see them each <laughs> grinding this tree, like, 12,000 times. Yeah, I zoned out. <laughs> well, this is kind of like, they're hanging out with Val, and everything's going well. And this is kind of where Chris, the little kid, starts opening up a little bit. Yeah. And, like, being friends and, like, hanging out and feeling included. He's like, my nephew wasn't that bad. My nephew's kind of cool. I'm cool I... with my nephew. And then he hates him again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he gets mad that he, like, had a good time with Val. He's like, I see you guys are, like, connecting. Yeah, he was like, go hang out with your girlfriend. And Johnny's like, uh, she's just a and we're all like just a 
friends. Excuse me? We? <laughs> She's just a friend. She's not even like a girlfriend. She's just a girl friend. <laughs> girl, comma, friend. <laughs> Why are tell we? we have a lot of experience having to like Say, go through that? Yeah, no, with she's our... just a girl friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't even know what happens. So, someone go, someone take it away. So, so now we're back at the surf shop. That I guess it took me until the end of the movie to find out grandpa's new wife was opening a surf shop when she moved here from Philadelphia. Ah. So this is actually her shop and they're trying to get it off the ground. Mm-hmm. I thought this whole time it was grandpa's shop and it was failing. Um, um, they both have like hairs in it. They're back at the shop. Right across the street is the dirt board shop and it's owned by Troy who also runs the dirt oh. devils. And so Troy kind of just wanders over and he's, he sees that grandpa is trying to sell dirt boards now and he's pissed that grandpa's creating competition i'd be mad too i kind of get it yeah i do too if i owned a specific hobby shop and the shop right across the street that is also a specific hobby shop unrelated to mine starts selling my shit i'd be like what the fuck buddy what would you be selling i would be selling horses as that is my specialty <laughs> just big horses real ones are they like grow a horse like the ones you put yes. in water and they get bigger yes okay. because that's how horses are made i would really want to buy one <laughs> okay but okay so who opened the store first because location whoever picked the second one it just I mean... so they're this grandpa grandpa and lady wife's shop hasn't even opened yet the other one is clearly open and in business and operable. Uh, but it's also a drug cartel for money laundering. I mean, I mean well, duh. Okay, gotcha. You can't sell enough mountain boards. There's not even places to use them. Nobody <laughs> even nobody even rides true. There's nowhere to ride them. <laughs> <laughs> That's why that dude was like, I need to sell this shop and get out of here. Like there's no business. <laughs> No one, no one even knows what the fuck a mountain board is, except Wait these like five. Then kids. why was there a mountain boarding exhibition going on? That's well, the, a good thing, question. the thing about the mountain boarding exhibition, which is perfect timing because that's where we are, is that they weren't even boarding on mountains; they were boarding on like half pipes and ramps. Yeah. So this is a really, really niche hobby. There was one guy in this movie that kind of kept coming back as just the biggest dirtboarding hero. Like, he was Tony Hawk of dirtboarding. And yeah. I guess they must have gotten him for this movie because... Is he a real, like, actual dirtboarding hero? He has to have been. Dirtboard hero. So during this dirtboarding competition, Chris goes missing. And <gasps> I think this is a part where Johnny was supposed to be watching him. But then Chris ditches him. Yeah. And he goes to this competition to prove that he's a dirt devil. And what, like, once again, Chris, what are you really giving? What are you really offering to this group? Because he's like, test me, bro. Like, try me, bro. Like, I can do as good as you, bro. But he can't. Yeah. So instead of being good, this movie just puts a bunch of awesome special effects on everything to make them seem good. And they like in- inverted the color scheme, and and they had that guy with the dreads who like went on the half pipe, and his dreads looked cool. And I was like, "That's cool." Yeah, that was cool. That was fine. <laughs> um, fun fact: a Kony comma is a real guy. That the the dirt border, the famous dirt border in the movie. He's a yeah. real guy, but not famous enough to even have a Wikipedia entry. Oh man! Once again, really niche. That is how niche this sport is. I would try it, though. If someone was like, here you go, I'd be like, I'll give it a shot. Here you go, Brandon. Here's a board and a hill. Go down it. We're on a mountain, and I have this board. Might as well. I want to know how many people were watching Johnny Capahala back on board and being like, no shit, that's a Kony Kama. That's my hero. Probably at least 12. I would say less than 12. Because you have to have the, in the Venn diagram of dirt boarders and people who watch Disney Channel original movies. 
I think you're underestimating him. I don't know. (laughs) All right. All right, listeners. If you had heard of Akoni Kama before listening to this podcast or watching Johnny Capahala back on board, please email us at podnestogether at gmail.com and let us know. Thanks for listening. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we're done. Hey, guys, what? What was that talk that Grandpa and Johnny had? They have, like, a moment. It had no real purpose in the movie as a whole. He, he says, like, when I was your age, I took on a lot, but I couldn't. But I yeah. did. Yeah. He was, like, don't, he was just trying to tell him not to take on too much, I guess. But he, in the end, he ends up doing it. It was just trying to pat filler, filler to make this movie more than the 20 minutes of plot that it actually had. Meanwhile, during this competition, (laughs) they were setting up for the wedding and it looked beautiful. It was nice. It was a nice wedding. Yes. Oh, so Chris really wants to be a dirt border, dirt border, dirt devil. Troy says, what was the, what was the evil kid's name? Like the, the, not the, Troy leads the group, but. Yeah. There was like a little blonde kid who like, Jason or something like that. The dirt bag of the dirt devils. Yeah. Call him dirt bag. Yeah. Jared. Jared was his name. Jared. Whatever. So dirt bag. Troy says dirt bag is in charge. If he wants to add you to the group, then I will allow it. And Jared says, you're only going to be a dirt devil. If you can make this super unsafe jump at this super unsafe location. And Chris is like, I'm going to do it. When? And he's like, tomorrow at three. And this kid is barely jumping like fallen trees. Yeah. So (laughs) this is not a good idea. And that's the day of the wedding too. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So we have got a problem, you guys. Chris, like Johnny was supposed to watch him. And then he sneaks away again, right? Yes. Oh, no, it's not the day of the wedding. It's the day before the wedding. Oh. day before the wedding. It's yes. the rehearsal dinner. Okie dokie. So he's watching little Chris again. And they're in line for something. And Chris runs away. And then Johnny comes out and he has a flat tire. <gasps> I was like, what did this little Chris kid do? Like, what? But then it's never mentioned again. He still somehow finds Chris. Well, he yeah. calls up Sam is that her name? Oh, with his cool friend. Val. Yeah. Val. Yeah, Sam Val is the is male friend. He, any, whatever. And they go and find him. Somehow they know where he is, so they find him. And he makes the jump, though. He does a really good jump. Like, really. Yeah, but he breaks but, his arm. Yeah. Just a minor fracture. But, like, whatever. It was cool. Not as terribly as I broke my arm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh God. I forgot. <laughs> was it from dirt jumping? Yes. It, yeah, that was all terrain there. Yeah. Sucks to suck. Maybe you'll get to be in a Disney movie someday. I hope someday somebody makes a decom based on my life. About your horse shop. <laughs> oh, my horse shop. Your horse shop. Horse. My horse shop. <laughs> so they get back from the big cool jump place, and they're wait. What happens? Oh, their entire. I want to call it a restaurant. What is it? Their entire shop oh, is wrecked. Shop it's trashed bra and they're like who done it and it turns out done involved. it. like this is a real this is a real deal yeah this is yeah so jared was hiding behind the dirt board shop holding a key to the storage shed or something like that this oh. kid is not bright well no and i also don't know how he he done it if he was at the cool jump so there was a cut from between the the jump and the the shop getting broken into where they're yeah. sitting around waiting to find out if chris is okay he had to go to the doctor that's fine well you're fine <laughs> so but There's... the point is it was jared it was jared it was. and troy walks up. of course we all know troy put him up to it because we actually saw a scene where he put him up to it and Troy walks up and he's like, oh, who boy, who done did this mess? This is mm, 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 bad juju. 
the police are like carting away Jared and he's like, Oh Jared, why would you do this? And And then Chris comes in and he's like, What did you say to him? What why is he getting taken out? What did you do, old grandpa dude? I hate you. Chris has no sense of um He's an um, idiot. People people Perception. Yeah, per- yes. He Chris is dumb. Still wants to be a <laughs> dirt devil. After all of this, they yeah. literally pushed, like, he broke his arm for them, and that wasn't good enough. But, well, Troy offers him a spot on the Dirt Devils. He's like, well, now that Jared's in jail, um, we got a spot for you. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. And Johnny steps in, and he goes, fuck no, I am not ever allowing this to ever happen. And then Chris throws a little fit about it. Even more craziness ensues because of this the lady who was going to marry johnny's grandpa is like this isn't working out like i'm not like i'm not following my journey and my son is not feeling this so like you can have your store and i'm just gonna leave the day before the wedding yeah she was like you know what i think i'm just gonna call off the way she's saying all of this to grandpa by the way she's just like i'm just gonna call off the wedding and move back to philly with my son like, yeah. So it is kind of a parent trap situation. Yeah. There was no in between. Like, and if this is such a big deal, that's been going on for a while because he was bitchy. Chris was bitchy before anyone else got there. Why didn't she deal with it then? Huh? Yeah. And then grandpa's like, I really want you still. He's Aww. like, it is so hard. And this little kid ruins everything. It's a shitty little kid. Who moves to Hawaii and hates everything? Right? If my parents just moved me to Hawaii, you best believe I would be doing whatever it takes to remain in Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> Especially because you're like 28. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. Sammy, we're taking you. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to do everything I can to stay right here. <laughs> yep, especially if my parents were like if my parents just pulled a, a Johnny and Sam and just like showed up in my apartment with some headphones and you know, <laughs> all playing heavy metal music and we're like, We're taking you to Hawaii. <laughs> all right. Okay. Cool. And then he just drives. Yeah, and then we drive to Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> so Val, the girl, a girlfriend, friend, friend, friend girl. of just a friend. Johnny. She comes over and she lays down the law. Yeah, because she's the only one Chris will listen to because Chris really likes Val. So Val's like, hey, listen, bitch, you should be grateful. You should be happy and you should stop being a little punk. She's like, your mom moved you to the most beautiful place in America. Number one, you've got this brand new family who just wants to love you. Number two, that's all they're doing. Johnny literally showed up day one, was like, hey, buddy, let's be friends. Yeah. And and Johnny had a great conversation with Chris before, which was like, I want my grandpa to be happy. And it looks like your mom is happy. Like, this could be a good thing. And Chris was the worst. He's like, oh, I always remembered this conversation. <laughs> Fucking Chris. Chris is the one who's got, like, the best end of the deal here. Johnny's the one who should be like, your mom is clearly gold digging right now. Yeah. But, I mean, everyone gets along here now. They, like reconstruct the entire store and it's kind of cheesy it looks like shit it was not the best (laughs) they put in like a a paper mache volcano huge one in the middle of the store where nobody can walk around the store now yeah and it looks like a shitty 12 year old did it because a shitty 12 year old did it yeah it's like decorated with helmets and it's like how are you gonna sell those helmets now like we still have inventory like we have to get the codes out here like Mm -hmm. this is cute but, like, we have things to do. Yeah. Things yeah. But actually, they were like, no, this solves everything. Everything's yes. fixed. We couldn't have done this ourselves. And then, guys, I don't really know what... This is where Val's dad shows up. And I have literally no idea. So Val's dad ended up being, like, the banker dude who was supplying their loans or whatnot. Mm. At one point, they mentioned that their house is, like, going under something like that. Val's dad is a real estate shark. He loves to buy property. So he was going to buy the bad guy Troy's property from him. Oh. And Troy was going to like move on with his life. 
But then all of a sudden the dad was like, I'm not going to buy this from you because you're a piece of shit. So I'm going to let you like go bankrupt and then I'll buy it from the government or the bank. Uh, so he was going. <laughs> Troy is going bankrupt. <laughs> Val's dad was going to buy the, his shop. Okay. Val's so he was, he was basically going to be the financial support for Troy's yeah. shop. Basically. Yes. yes. Okay. But Troy was still going to own the shop. I guess. I think because so. Otherwise it wouldn't make sense that he even cared that grandpa was selling dirt bikes. Yes. Dirt now. Okay. So it was, a lot. all right. Things are piecing together, but now he's like, fuck you, Troy. I'm instead going to support grandpa. And also I bought this plot of land that I think you guys could dirtboard on. Also, you always talk about how good you are at mountain boarding, but I haven't seen you do it. So I challenge you to a mountain board off. This part was stupid. Okay, let's set this up. Johnny Tsunami owns like the better shop. He's going to start selling dirt boards. And then Johnny Tsunami's grandson walks in and is like, if you beat me, we'll stop selling dirt boards. Like, what the fuck, dude? Why? Why? Yeah, he already yeah. had the good end of like the deal was made. Everything was fine. And then Johnny Tsunami, Johnny Tsunami, Johnny, Johnny. Kapahala. The, the third. Yes. Just shows mm-hmm. up. And it's like, hey, I'm going to wager my family's entire business that I have no business wagering on my mountain boarding skills that I have proven up to this point in the movie to be lacking. He had like one training session with Val. So what they were trying to do was like call back the first movie where they had the the snowboard race where they had wagered the sides of the mountain. Mm-hmm. and Johnny was trying to unite the sides of the mountain. So I think he was trying to do that again here. However, in the first movie, he spends the whole movie getting good at snowboarding. Yes. And in this movie, he does not do that. No. There's like, there, there's almost no character development. But he is a cool yeah. character. He is a cool character. But he's he's like he's like a Hawaiian brink. He's like a yeah. a, a laid back Hawaiian, uh, gives no fucks, loves everybody, is good at whatever he touches. Brink. Yeah, I mean, there's not much to say about it other than malakalakaliki is a thing to say. Yeah, that's true. I just wanted to say that so bad. <laughs> I'm glad you said it. Well, um, we have a very intense race down the hill that i totally paid attention to because it was so thrilling i was absolutely not playing candy crush on my phone the whole race me neither this is the part where i said this is gonna be a long montage (laughs) where's my phone (laughs) exactly this is the part so this whole movie i was like i don't want to be taking notes i don't like this requires me to pay attention i don't want to do such a thing it was a struggle to pay attention yeah, but then the uh, the race happened. I was like, I don't have to take notes for this. <laughs> <laughs> this was the best 15 minutes of the movie because we all didn't have to watch it. Stuff <laughs> happens. They go down a hill. Someone pushes someone, I'm sure. I'm so thrilled that every single one of us on this podcast did not pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> well, I kind of did. There were a lot. I kind of did too. There were a lot of like unnecessary tricks that would cost you the match because they weren't judging based on any sort of points. It was a timed race. Yeah. So, and that's how Troy ends up losing, actually. He tries to do like some sweet backflip thing and he crashes. And then Johnny does like a cooler backflip thing and wins. Yay. And then runs into the hay and everyone's worried. But, you know, whatever. That was the climax was everyone being worried that Johnny ran into hay. That was the end of the movie. And then there was a Scooby-Doo ending for Troy, the villain. Yeah, where they were like, Troy, we know that you sent a miner to wreck a store. That's pretty messed up. So we're going to have to like take you in for that. I love that this ended with him just getting arrested instead of a resolution of like, yeah. oh, now I respect you. It was just like, you're arrested. You're going to jail. I- I feel like that never happens in these movies where I feel like a lot of times the villain, they just like kind of shake hands and move on. But in this one, it's just like, nah, <laughs> I like that part. Only mm-hmm. a bad dude would name their team. The dirt devils. Um, I just thought of vacuum cleaners every Me single too. time they said Man. it. <laughs> I, yeah. I used to know 
a crazy lady who actually thought that was a bad brand. She's like, I don't want any vacuum named Dirt Devil in my house. Oh, is it because of the the word devil in the name? Yeah. Yeah, I refuse to allow Satan in this home. What's what's that like (laughs) mom swap where she's like, you're not a Christian. Get out of this house. (laughs) There are several of those mom swaps, but I remember exactly which one you're talking about. It was like the the larger lady with the really short dark hair. Oh, God. (laughs) Okay, so then what happens? Yeah, something else happens. Uh, Oh, they, they have a wedding. So the mom was like... Uh, I don't want to waste a perfectly good dress. The wedding's back on. And if I were grandpa, I would be like, there's no way in hell I'm marrying somebody so wishy-washy with this relationship. Actually, I'd rather not. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be like, look, you need to decide whether or not you really want to be with me forever. And not just base that off of how your 12-year-old feels. Yeah, like if one broken arm is enough to send you back to Philly, then this relationship is doomed. But no, Grandpa's like, yay, I love you. And the whole family is like, yay, we're family. And they have a wedding. Yeah. Yay. And beautiful wedding. It was a beautiful wedding. The guy performing the wedding was white. Everybody in the audience, aside from the Kapahalas, were white. (laughs) And can we mention how the dude who saved the day was the rich white banker? But literally yeah. everybody on the island was white aside from the Kapahalas and Sam. Maybe it's a well, they did say there were a lot of tourists, but why would they invite <laughs> yeah, but, them to their wedding? Yeah, and all of the people in the movie weren't tourists the dirt devils, Val. Yeah, I don't want to go there. It was pretty unsettling. Yup. So, Sammy hit us with that good review. Cherry Pie 9702 wrote. First, the comment below mine said that it is horrible, needs to get her story straight. They filmed in California because they couldn't afford to go to Hawaii. Huge surprise. Plus, they didn't hire native Hawaiians because it is in California. When it isn't winter in California, people dirtboard. Some people call each other bra after every sentence. Yes, this is the reason why the commenter below thought the thing she said. I don't know who this commentary below is. <laughs> but the review, here it goes. I love it because it has Jake T. Austin in it, but also because of the surprises on every scene. But I don't know why I like it. Oh my gosh, love the movie. People, I recommend this movie because it is just random. I love how Jake jumped that gap. I didn't like that he fractured his arm. And I, <laughs> I, I, I did. <laughs> Johnny and Val should have kissed in the movie, and I don't like that Jake was a brat in the movie. My favorite part was when Johnny and Sam wake Jake up with loud music. Also, I like Val's house and four-wheelers. Jake T. Austin, who was Chris. Okay. (laughs) They just have a crush here. Yes. (laughs) That is so funny. I don't know. There's like 11 reviews, and none of them are No, that's the best. Some people call each other bra after every (laughs) scene. What did you guys learn? Oh, oh fuck, lessons learned. I learned that you just have to be a spoiled bratty kid and then everyone will come around to love you. I learned that even just, okay, so I learned just like Johnny, if you have somebody in your life who is hard to deal with, you just have to keep trying and you got to be in a good attitude about it. Yeah, I kind of like that. Manny? I learned that I could marry someone twice my age whose grandson is twice the age of my child. And nobody's going to say a goddamn word about it. You could. You could. That's how you get to Hawaii. That's how I get to Hawaii. Oh, my God. I need to track down. Not by car. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> no, you have to get married. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Go to Hawaii, guys. Yet, oh, you gotta get a kid quick. Fuck, long con. Hold on. Maybe a dog will count. I got. Yeah. My dog is so much younger than your nephew. I can't believe it. Also, (laughs) my dog is also a giant brat. So (laughs) it'd be perfect. Replace Chris with a dog, and I'd really like this movie. Yes. So ratings. If you were to rate this movie, what would you rate it? If I want to, I don't want to, honestly. (laughs) If I had to, I would rate it a 3 out of 10, just because I didn't care for really anything. I'd rate it 3 out of 10, but all three points go to Johnny for looking good. Yeah, I I was actually going to give this a 3 out of 10 as well. 
It's fine. It's not as bad as we thought. It was just a hard one to talk about, so it makes it feel worse than it probably is. Mm-hmm. I can understand that. Also, I wasn't in the mood. I had a really bad day, and the last thing I wanted to do was watch Johnny Capahala back on board and then talk about it. Yeah. So it probably wasn't as bad as I made it out to be. I just hated everything it was doing to me in my, <laughs> my life. <laughs> <laughs> But isn't a good movie supposed to take you out of that, you know? Yes, yeah. it is. And that's why I don't feel like this This movie could not remove me from my bad day. It added to my bad day. And that is why I have to give it a 2 out of 10. I what? also don't think it was the worst movie ever, which is why it gets 2 points. 2 points for wow. trying. You know what? You rated Return to Halloween Town too. And you also rated Buffalo Dreams a two and Halloween High. Jeez, Sammy. Getting old. I agree with all of your ratings. (laughs) That sounds about right. Getting old and better. I've rated some, I think High School Musical, I rated a little higher. Yeah. You've Um, given, and Kim Possible. Yeah, I loved Kim Possible. I think I was the only one who loved Kim Possible. I was saying the whole movie, like, this was great. And you guys were like, so like four out of 10, I guess. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, guys. If you would have. Thanks for listening to this episode. <laughs> you have to, you, Brandon, you have to prove that you're worthy of being in this group. You have to make a big jump. You know what that jump is? I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to jump on over to social media and uh, like and subscribe and leave a review. Uh, if I have any questions, where should I go? Uh, you should probably go to uh, our email. It's gmail. Or <laughs> I know, I know our email address. <laughs> it's tell me, tell me, tell me. I want to leave. I want to. I want to tell you my favorite memory. Tell us your favorite memory at poddingthistogether at gmail dot com. And should we mention like the Facebooks and the Twitters? Yeah, and yeah. The- I'm gonna go to Facebook and I'm gonna go to Twitter. And I'm going to subscribe and I'm going to leave a review. We have an Instagram. We've got we've got a Tumblr. We've got a YouTube. You can listen to us on YouTube, which is pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. I hope everyone else comes with me and does all that, too. I hope so, too, because if you really want to join the Dirt Devils. i got to keep it succinct and short. I'm trying to end it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> join the X-Blades and the Dirt Devils all in one fell swoop. Explants for life! So bad. Don't join the Dirt Devils, they're bad. Oh, we have merchandise and you can buy t-shirts. I keep forgetting to mention that. But I have a tank top that says Soul Skater and I love it. It's so soft. It is good. I'm just gonna re I'm gonna replay the outro music twice here, because this is a long one. (laughs) (laughs) You can not be out. What? Oh, also, um, I like to piss Brandon off. <laughs> I was living in Utah when I first saw the movie in the Disney Channel in 2000.